XOX Studios in Louisville, Kentucky. This is That Driving Beat. My name's James. And I am Uwe. And we've been digging for records. We've got a whole lot of new records to share with you this evening. Stay tuned.
Okay, thanks for joining us today on That Driving Beat. You heard our theme song to start out the show, Willie Mitchell doing That Driving Beat, High Records, from 1965. I followed that up with a new one to my collection. That's going to be the uh, the theme of the show today. That was uh, someone called Harold Hopkins, or at least that's what he was called on that record. It's not really known who, who he was. That's the, that's the only thing ever put out by Harold Hopkins. Uh, seems to have been probably from Houston, uh, Houston, Texas, uh, just based on some of the other uh, credits and, and things about it. But it came out on the Scepter label out of New York. Uh, so it was uh, picked up by Scepter. And it's possible Harold Hopkins was somebody else who uh, recorded other other names. But that was Ooh Baby from 1965 on Scepter. And I as well are uh, going to play only... Uh new in my collection stuff uh, stuff acquired the last couple of weeks and uh, very happy um, uh, you heard the casinos with Forever and a Night on Fraternity from 1967 and yeah this whole show is gonna be hopefully things we have not played on that show but I might have bought something that James already owns and uh, he played it like a year ago and I just don't know that he has it but everything in my box is fresh and, 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 and cleaned up uh, still gonna crackle some of it, but some of those These are, are old records. Uh, you know, they just clean up that much, and then the rest is static and crackling. And uh, right. and we prove that we only play forty fives here, <laughs> or at least vinyl. Only vinyl. Yeah, uh, I've I've been doing a lot of digging uh, recently as well. Some some online. I found a kind of a video auction. I'm not I'm not gonna give any more clues, but I found a a new source online. Uh, that has paid out well, uh, and I've done some digging in real in real life as well. I uh, I managed to sneak about an hour or two hours in uh, Nashville uh, recently at a store down there, and did some uh, some trading with uh, Joey Mudd, who hosts uh, uh, the Deep End on WXOX uh, in Louisville. Uh, so came up with some good uh, local stuff from him. Uh, and just some other some other things. I actually did a lot of digging uh, today and yesterday, and I'm not even working that into my uh, my play box yet. I've got to clean and sort that stuff. So I've got I don't know two months worth of shows of <laughs> records that are fairly new to my collection. Uh, so that's what I'm going to be doing for a while, I think. Well, I didn't get that many, but at least I've one show worth. Yes, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I've I've got it in a box of entirely. Well, I take that back. There is one record in there that I know I've played before on the show. But I brought it in for a reason, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play it later, and we'll, we'll talk about that one. Um, but yeah, everything else is new, and and I don't know which which ones of them uh, I'm gonna play tonight, and which one I'm gonna hold. Well, let's stop talking and play some of the good music. Let's do it. Um, this is uh, one by a group called the Halos on Congress from 1965. Do I? <laughs>
We just heard the Seminoles out of Chicago. This was a, a blue-eyed soul group, a doo-wop group actually, and uh, they recorded it in 1962 on Checkmate. The song is called I Can't Stand It, but I do stand that song quite a bit. <laughs> I can stand it. I can stand it quite a bit. Uh, before that, I think also from Chicago, but don't, don't quote me on that, uh, The Love Lights, How Can I Tell My Mom and Dad. Lock Records from 1969. Before that, Vidal Smith, Walk Tall on Capitol from 1966. And the Halos got us started with Do I, 1965 on Congress. The next record you have up there, I'm quite excited about. It's a good one. It's a good one. This is, this is one I uh, picked up recently, uh, as we said at the beginning of the show. Uh, we're uh, just going through our, our recent digging uh, spoils lately, uh, things that we've uh, we've dug up in various sources out there in the last couple of weeks. And this is one I dug up. Uh, it's by Aretha Franklin, um, but it's from her uh, her time on Columbia Records before she moved over to Atlantic Records. Uh, almost every song that you might that you know that you might think of that you love by Aretha Franklin came after she moved to Atlantic because they really figured out how to how to best use her, her skills and, and how to how to how to put her on record better than Columbia ever figured out. Uh, the Columbia stuff, there's there's some gems in, in, in there for sure, but she ne she never took off uh, with Columbia, even though she recorded for them many years, several albums, many singles. Um, but when she did go over to Atlantic in 1967 and almost immediately started having massive hits, Columbia uh, Columbia Records looked back into a into their archives, and they're like, well, what did, what, what did we miss? <laughs> what, what, did we, what did we have that we can put out now? Uh, so this one I'm going to play you. It's Aretha Franklin's uh, cover version of Mockingbird um, by Inez and Charlie Fox uh, is the, uh, the version we play on the show a lot. Uh, I believe they co-wrote it and, uh, and, and did a version. Um, so Aretha Franklin did Mockingbird, uh, and it came out on an album on Columbia in uh, in. Uh, in 1964, um, they didn't put it out as a single in 64. But when she went off to Atlantic and started having hits, that that's one of the ones they pulled out and like, well, we're going to put this out as a single now. So three years later, in 1967, once she was having hits on Atlantic, Columbia put out her version of Mockingbird on a 45 as a single instead of just buried on an album that didn't do very well. So here's Aretha Franklin, Mockingbird. <laughs>
John Thomas and Orchestra with Heartbreak, It's Hurting Me, from 1960 on ABC Paramount. Before that, I went all the way back to 1956 on the Herald label with Joe Jones, When Your Hair Has Turned to Silver. Before that, a little bit of popcorn nonsense with Trade Martin and The Stranger Used to Be My Girl. And. Coed from 1962. Oh. Don't cut me off. <laughs> And we started out with Aretha Franklin's version of Mockingbird, which came out on an album in 1964, and then uh, Columbia brought out it out brought it out as a single in 1967. I just realized I'm looking at my my records in front of me, and and it's gonna be a weird ride because they're all over the place, <laughs> all over. But it's gonna be a good ride. Yeah, we, we don't we don't have any particular theme today, other than just sharing. Uh, some of our recent finds uh, in these old records. Um, so 
you know, some sometimes on a show we'll we'll kind of build a uh, a little, you know, we'll have a little little corner of one genre over here, and we might move into another genre. Um, but to, it's just kind of kind of random today. It's just kind of <laughs> the, these records are uh, are on shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. 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 Coming up next on the Jotis label, which was Otis Redding's label, uh, I assume it was probably uh, the the the, uh, the few things that came out on that Jotis label were recorded in Memphis, probably at Stax. Uh, but I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not confident on that. I'm saying lots of things today that I that I think are true, but I'm not con- not confident. <laughs> like mostly, yes. Um, but this, this this is not. We are not certified scholars, <laughs> so please. We just like records. We just research, and uh, we yeah. just have to believe also what's written, what we read yeah. sometimes. Because yeah. we, you know what, we haven't been there. We, we, we did not I, look I, them over I never, the shoulders. I never met yeah. Otis Redding. He's uh, he died before I was born. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Jodas Jodas Records from 1965. Here's Arthur Conley. Um, the 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 song says. That it, uh, on this label, this is probably like an advanced promo, and they got the they got the song wrong. It's called "Where He Leads Me" on the record, but uh, the 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 song is actually called "Where You Lead Me." Here's Arthur Conley, "Where You Lead Me." <laughs>
I should wait for the proper introduction. But I've been watching you, and watching you as a young man will in the springtime. I noticed you look so nice in your yellow dress. It's not too short, not too long. In fact, with you, I just can't find nothing wrong. Now, I waited around for somebody to come up and introduce us, so I decided to walk up myself. And since I have... What? You say you don't want to talk to nobody, won't listen to no words. Baby, listen to my heart. Just listen to my heart now. Boom, 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 boom.
The song is called Take Me to the Pilot, came out on Epic from 1971. I do not know much about Solosophy. Uh, they uh, released three uh, singles, two on Epic and one on ABC. Um, and that's all we could find out. Oh, I know about them. <laughs> there may be more info out there. But uh, uh, when it comes to 70s crossover, what I call modern, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. Before that, you heard another another thing from the 70s, 1973 on the Flying Dutchman label, Leon Thomas, L-O-V-E. 
Before that, the Coasters with Love Portion Number Nine, with their version of on King Record, and that came out in 1971. And I'm not sure when it was actually recorded, but definitely not released until 71. I, I think that's probably from 71. That, 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 like that it, sounded it like 71. The, it has the, the jazz flute. Yeah, that they, the, the yeah, that sounded like 71 to me. Funk flute in it, but they were just doing a cover of, a, of what was a pretty old Latin. song. It's very, very Latin. Point. Has a very Latin yeah. tinge, which. By in '71, that Latin craze was kind of gone. Yeah, but uh, it's a great version. That's a record I wanted for a long, long time. Never found one in the wild. And thank you so, so, so much, Jeremy, for that gift. It was <laughs> a gift, and I, um, I will cherish this record for a long time. Um, and before that uh, string of early '70s stuff, we played one from uh, right in the middle of the '60s, '65, uh, Arthur Conley. With Where You Lead Me. Alright, uh, coming up next, I'm going to go off in a completely different direction. This is, uh, I mean, really, this is a pop song. Uh, this is a pop singer named Kathy Keegan. Uh, she was she was British, uh, but uh, moved to uh, the States when she was a teenager, I think, and, and recorded a, a few albums and some singles over here. Uh, and, and they're mostly just sort of, sort of, you know, late 50s, early 60s pop. But this one branches over into a kind of sound that uh, the the rare record collectors and the DJs uh, call popcorn, and it's just it's just a kind of beat that it has. Uh, uh, that's a that's a scene that from Belgium, and we're not even going to get into it. But there are clubs that play this mix of popcorn uh, beat uh, old records there, and and this is one of them. Uh, but this is one I picked up recently. Uh, Kathy Keegan, 1960 on Albright Records. Nobody's going to hurt you. Baby. <laughs> 
artist I frequently uh, feature on the show, uh, Benny Spellman, but usually it sounds a little bit more solely, nearly rock, but that one has a very smooth uh, popcorn sound as well. Please Mr. Genie, that's the name of the song, came out on Watch Records, actually Watch Record Company, in 1964. All right, and we want to thank you for listening. To that driving beat from the Art FM WXOX studios. Coming up next, we're going to stay in that same kind of groove with one by Roy Milton 
on Thunderbird Records from 1962, I'm Forgetting About You. I'm forgetting about you All my lonely nights are through I never loved you most of all Yes, baby, I'm forgetting about you I'm putting out of my mind All the times you were unkind I'm forgetting all the times you weren't true Yes, darling about you I'm gonna forget all the times we had yes the good times and the bad all the nights I cried all the times you made me I'm walking out that door Cause I don't need you anymore There's a happy world Up there for those who take it Yes, baby I'm forgetting about you
to the second hour of That Driving Beat from the Art FM WXOX studios in Louisville, Kentucky. This is the show where uh, where we bring in boxes of 45 RPM singles, mostly from the 60s, from our collections, and play them for you and try to get a little radio dance party going. The show is called That Driving Beat because that's, that's what we try to do. We try to bring the songs with That Driving Beat, but... You know, sometimes we <laughs> want to play something a little more mellow. I guess you want to slow dance sometimes, yeah, don't yeah. you? Or just, you know, take a breather. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, again, that's one of the new f- acquisitions into my collections. Uh, this record from 1966 came out on RCA Victor. Monkey Don't Care, that's the name of the song. The band is called The Living Legends. Try to Google The Living Legends. Ungoogleable band. It's absolutely. <laughs> All right. I did find out two things, uh, and I just throwed it out. It might not be true. Um, a disclaimer right here. <laughs> that might be absolute bogus and wrong information. It looks to me the Living Legends were from Australia, because uh, each record they I could find on Asia Victor also came out the same year in Australia. And that makes me suspicious because usually that doesn't that's not the way it goes. Uh, you know, if, if, if uh, a yeah, hit is also... Most, uh, if it's a big hit, yes, they came out in, in multiple countries and you can find them all over yeah. the world. But most, most American kind of bands you haven't heard of didn't... Everything came out in Australia. So that's probably that it came out in Australia originally and then some of it came out here too and also there is still in Australia a band called the Living Legends they're still uh, playing or played in the 70s I should say I think that's, l- that's been a long time the, the last well I mean <laughs> if they're from 66 but uh, yeah. I, mean, I think they're still around with numerous numerous me- yes. uh, members changing over the years so um, is that the same band I have no idea 
Anyway, the living legends. But it was the living legends with Monkey Don't Care on Asia Victor from 1966. Before that, you heard the Masqueraders doing I Don't Want Nobody to Lead Me On, Wand Records from 1967. Before that, an absolute Northern Soul classic, The Superiors, What Would I Do on Ver from 1965. We were just talking about that record. Uh, that's one. Um, we both went to the, uh, the, the record show uh, here Uh, that was uh, in Louisville at the the 1020 Brewery yesterday, and I I had looked at that uh, that Superiors record. I played it on my little portable turntable. I took down and I decided against it. Uh, Uwe ended up buying it, and and yeah, it was worth buying. Yeah, you you, you made a good purchase there. Thank you. I thought <laughs> I did. And thanks for leaving it for me. Yeah, you can't you can't buy every record. You know, you, you got there way before me, so I thought. Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, I, at one point I was like, oh. I came so late. It's, there's probably nothing left. But I, oh, I, I, was still I, I made out pretty well. Still, still plenty of stuff I would have bought if I had unlimited money. <laughs> yeah. Yes, same here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, coming up next. Uh, what is coming up next? Oh yeah. Speaking Scavengers. of speaking of uh, us broadcasting from from Louisville. Uh, Scavengers. Here, this is a uh, this is a Louisville record. This is actually one I got from Joey Mudd, who uh, who hosts uh, the Deep End. Uh, on WXOX in Louisville. This is the Scavengers with I Don't Need Her Now, 1966, on uh, the Top Dog label. Thank you. 
Like you before 
You know what we vinyl nerds really love? When we find a record from a very popular, very well-known group that that's just really super rare and nobody knows about it. Yeah, it's not it's not one of the you know the ten the, the ten kinks songs that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. That was the Kinks. Never met a girl like you before. Came out in 1965 here in the United States on Reprise. And it's just such a great song. And interesting enough, it never was a hit and uh, kind of got forgotten. It's, it's on very few. It's, it's on a lot of the rare and unreleased King Song uh, compilation albums, uh, CDs. and But uh, you won't hear it on, on, on the best of. It's definitely one that yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I'm looking at the 45 here. I've, I've got a copy of this one as well. The other side is "See My Friends." I'm not sure which is the A side and which was the B side on. Uh, I think "See My Friends" is the A side. Was that was that intended to be the A? But yeah, ne- ne- neither of those are are you know if you can if if someone can name ten Kinks songs, it's probably not not you know those those two are not going to uh, turn up in that list. Uh, before that, uh, a a very obscure record. By a group called the Teddy Neely Four Jet Set. I love that, uh, love that that Jet Set uh, Garage sound. That one came out on Zola Records in 1966. Zola Records was out of Odessa, Texas, way out in way out in West Texas. Uh, I think that town is there for oil and uh, cattle, and that's about it. Um, Teddy Neely. You may actually know who Teddy Neely is because you know him uh, as Ted Neely. Yes, uh, he, he was credited as Ted Neely uh, on on most things, um, but he, uh, you know, he he that was the Teddy Neely uh, for. He had a couple of releases, uh, at least I think an album and a couple of singles as the Teddy Neely Five later on, uh, and then he was in the uh, original stage cast and the movie of Jesus Christ Superstar. He played Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ Superstar, so that was early uh, Teddy Neely work. Back when he was uh, out in West Texas, I'm not sure where out there he was uh, really from. Uh, I saw online he was born in Ranger, Texas, which isn't as far out as Odessa. I don't know if he was living in Odessa when they put this record out on, on Zola or what. Um, Zola was out out of Odessa, Texas, and there was, I believe, only ever two or three releases on that, and uh, they, you know, they never really made it that far. But Teddy Neely Four Jet Set. Well, if you're a musical nerd now, you're gonna be really happy because th- that's that's a uh, history right there. Ted Neely, Jesus Ted Neely, Christ from pre, Jesus Christ Superstar, Jesus Christ who Superstar. has not seen the movie, at least if you haven't seen it on the stage. Before that, the Barbarians, what the New Breed say on Laurie from 1965, and from Louisville, Kentucky, the Scavengers doing a little jangly uh, garage rock thing. That, that song was right at home in 1966 there. Uh, but on the on the Louisville Top Dog label, you heard uh, the Scavengers doing I Don't Need Her Now. All right. We, uh, we're, we're doing a, a partially themed set here. It's come together just f- from us comparing the records we have with us. Uh, we're going to do a set of uh, three in a row of songs about dances uh, with name, named dances. Um, mentioned in them that they're trying to get you to do. Some of them successful and some of them you never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> this first one uh, is by Billy the Kid Emerson. Came out on the MPAC label out of Chicago in 1963. Uh, it's called The Whip. Uh, part one is on side A. Part two is on side B. I'm just going to play you The Whip part one. And uh, Billy the Kid Emerson is, 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 is dismissive of all the other dances you might be doing if you listen to the lyrics of this song. 
the 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 whip is 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 the only uh, the only viable option when it comes to doing a dance. So uh, here's Billy the Kid Emerson. Should we go ahead and tell them what uh, what's coming up next? What the next name dance is? Ne- here, yeah, the next name dance is a dance you've never did in your life. <laughs> Even if you were dancing in the '60s, it's the Isley Brothers. The song is called "The Snake," and it's the attempt of starting a dance craze. Starting a dance. Uh, it all came out in one in '62, but. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you're gonna hear the whip, the snake, and then we got one more uh, that you'll hear uh, after that. Make the trip and I'll pop the wheel. I've seen a lot of dances in my time, but there ain't no dance like this whip of mine. If you think you can dance, here's what you do. I'll whip the mash out of your mashed potatoes I'll pop the pepper out your dance called the peppermint twist I'll look the mocha from your motion before I get through I'm gonna put the whip on you You make the trip And I'll pop the whip I'll whip the pop out of your dance called the pop out I'll pop the ripper out your dance called the Jack the Ripper too. I'll whip the holly from your gully before I get through. I'm gonna put the whip on you. You make the trip, and I'll pop the wheel. Sorrow ain't into nothing. Whip Wilson is a drag. I'm a dancing whipper snapper. I'll put Lash LaRue in the trick bag I'll whip the water of your dance called Watusi I'll pop the wiggle out your dance called the Wobbling too. I'll whip the rock from your stroll before I get through I'm gonna put the whip on you You make the trip And I'll pop the whip <laughs>
hear the donkey calling. Get up, honey, do the donkey with me. E-I-E-I-E-I-E. Get up, honey, do the donkey with me. Can't you hear the donkey calling? I'll be your party if you be mine. I'll show you how to donkey in a little short time. Just do what I tell you and we'll get along fine. Can't you hear the donkey calling? E-I-E-I-E-I-O. Oh, oh. 
that last one was re- not really a uh, song about a dance, but it was about grooving. And grooving is dancing, so. <laughs> that was the Metros, Let's Groove, on RCA Victor, came out in 1967. Before that, Big D. Irwin, telling you about the Donkey Walk, 1963 on 20th Century Fox Records. And as promised before that, the Isley Brothers, with the Snake. 1962 on one and billy the kid emerson got us started on that set of mostly songs about uh, about a dance dances that you could choose to do uh billy the kid emerson uh very much behind you doing the whip it was the whip part one on mpac from 63 super fun lyrics <laughs> yeah yeah i like that one <laughs> okay i have two two records here sitting uh Sitting in front of me. Well, actually, one of them is already sitting on the turntable. Uh, but they're both called Drums A Go-Go. They're both very drum-heavy, uh, upbeat, kind of crazy uh, instrumentals. And both by and credited to uh, guys from uh, the Southern California scene in the 60s who were session drummers. And uh, while they did release some things on their own, they're they're probably more more known and more... more uh, uh, more important uh, uh, for the session work they did, and with a lot of other other uh, groups. So one of them is uh, is Sandy Nelson. He did a song called "Drums a Go Go" in 1965 on Imperial. Hal Blaine, of course, part of the Wrecking Crew uh, session uh, uh, musician uh, uh, group, did a song called "Drums a Go Go" on Dunhill in 1967. And they are different songs. They are not the same song at all. Credited to different people. Sound completely different. So I'm going to play them both in this set, and I think I may actually play them both back to back, and then Uve can uh, can play two songs back to back. Hold on, because I have an instrumental that just might go well. Oh no, you want to? You want to? Yeah, okay, we can do that. We can just we can slide another instrumental. Well, up to you. Actually, no, no, I'm I'm going to play both. Play you drums a go go. Play your thing in a row, and okay. yeah, and then Uve can. Uh, I won't do an Can finish out the set with uh, a couple I'll, more. I'm going to do something different. Uh, so I'm, you're going to hear Hal Blaine's Drums A Go-Go on Dunhill from 67. And immediately after that, you're going to hear Sandy Nelson's Drums A Go-Go, 1965, on uh, Imperial.
That was the Precisions, a place on Drew Records from 1968. And I played the volumes after that. Gotta give her some love. Oh, gotta give her love without the sum. Just love. On American Arts from 1964. And before that, you heard two songs by uh, famous drummers called Drums A Go Go. The first one up was Hal Blaine, his drums and orchestra, doing his version of Drums A Go Go on Dunhill from 67. And the second one you heard was Sandy Nelson doing a, a different song called Drums A Go Go, 65 on Imperial. And uh, it, it, when you were listening to uh, that Hal Blaine one, if you thought you were hearing the kinks in it, uh, he definitely quoted heavily from uh, uh, All Day and All the Night, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't credit... Uh, uh, um, Ray Davis. Ray Davis uh, on it. Probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should have. It wouldn't fly today, you think? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, think, uh, I, think, I think there would be some, uh, some credit issues on yeah, that song. Some, some royalty yes. disputes. All right. What's up next? Yeah, we've, uh, we've just got a few minutes left in the, in the show this evening, so let's keep it going. Uh, Buddy Lamp, My Tears on Double L from 1963.
is being dealt for ages to a clown in smiling faces. But baby, don't you know what you Cleveland, Ohio. That was the Hesitations. Soul kind of love. New into my collection there, but came out uh, in 1967 on Cap. Before that, a single-sided promo. Kim Weston looking for the right guy on Tamler from 1964. And Buddy Lamp got us started with My Tears. Thank you for listening to That Driving Bait Beat. We hope uh, you join us again in the future. You can find us on social media. Just search for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Facebook or Instagram. You can find out what we're doing on the show, what we're doing out there in, re- in, the, in the real world. Uh, we want to thank uh, the people who came out to uh, our Soul Strike uh, evening at Vernon Lanes on, uh, on Friday. Uh, we had a great time. Um, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Right, we got one more for you. What is it, Uwe? Oh, Mickey Lynn sure is something on review from 1968. Until next time.